0: Why is the Force connecting us?
1: Welcome to the Star Wars podcast where analysis, insight, and shipping come hand in hand.
2: You're not alone. Neither are you.
1: This is the Raylo Alliance.
0: Hello everyone, welcome to Raylo Alliance to a very special episode of Raylo Alliance. This is May the 4th and I'm so happy, so excited right now because I'm here joined not, not only by Andy, my one of my beautiful co-hosts, but, but by, by two amazing guests. So i let Andy introduce them. So hi Andy, how are you? Hi, everyone. I'm really excited uh, for this May the 4th.
1: We're all on the mood. We're all really happy for this day. And today we're celebrating by bringing our first, very first uh, invited host here on Rail Alliance. Uh, They come uh, from the podcast Lipstick and Lightsabers and Network 1901. Uh, First, we have Shannon. Shannon MacArthur. do you want to introduce yourself?
3: Yeah, hi, I'm so excited to be here. So I'm from Network 1901, but we did just create the podcast Lipstick and Lightsabers. I am, I can't stop thinking about Star Wars right now. <laughs> so I'm, I'm really excited for this episode. I'm really excited to talk to you guys.
1: Yeah, being really excited about Star Wars all of the time, it's a big mood, a big mood,
0: especially this year. Oh yeah. It's who I am, honestly, like to this moment, I'm like, if I'm not thinking about Star Wars, what am I thinking about? <laughs>
3: Yeah, it's, it's literally, literally.
0: <laughs> like I'm literally like on my left hand, I have my Padme Queen's Shadow book, and on the left, on the right hand, I have Leia, Princess of Alderaan. So like,
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm surrounded by Star Wars right now.
1: That's great, and and we have the our other invited host. It, she is Alex Leone. She has a really awesome uh, Instagram account and Twitter account, and she does
4: all kinds of amazing art. Alex. Hi, I'm also um, a huge fan of this podcast and of 2D Vision. Oh, um, thank you so much. Yeah, and I do uh, lipstick and lightsabers with Shannon, and I make all the art for that. So that's what I do with the fandom. And today has been a crazy day because we just got tons of <laughs> episode nine news, So
0: Yes. <laughs> uh, the We're fandom is exploding. Sweeping. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Those oh. faint screams you hear in the background, yeah, it's the Star Wars fandom collapsing.
3: <laughs> um, it, it's the Raylos in victory. Yes, yes.
0: <laughs> we Can, can win. you
3: can you imagine?
0: Yes, the Raylos keep winning. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, guys. So we are going to explain to you how this episode is going to work. This is going to be a different uh, episode for this podcast when we usually do analysis and we, um. Well, with the we other kinds of stuff, we're going to actually do a top five this episode. We're going to talk about our top five favorite things in Star Wars, favorite things being very broad. Uh, it's going to be, it can be about anything, basically. It can be about a, a favorite movie or a favorite character, a favorite theme, a favorite, I don't know, part of a series. It can be about absolutely everything, in- inclusive to including uh, an experience in fandom or in real life. So uh, I don't know where would you like to start, guys? We're going to start by saying, all of us, we're going to say our top, our number fives. And I think I'm going to let our invited guests to, to start. Shannon?
3: Oh, okay. Um, so my number five is the PowerPoint transitions. Um, especially, yeah, especially in the prequels, um, especially in Revenge of the Sith. So I made... My cousin, she had never watched Star Wars, so I made her watch all of them with me. We watched them in chronological order, and we've done it twice, yeah. And (laughs) we love watching the prequels together because, I mean, they're just all over the place. They're silly and they're fun. But the second time we did it, she made a spreadsheet of all of the PowerPoint transitions, (sighs) and Revenge of the Sith has the most and the most diverse, and it just makes me so happy. (laughs) Oh my god.
0: That's amazing. We know Revenge of the Sith is a superior prequel, so.
3: I mean, it's so good, the angst. (laughs)
0: It is. It It is is actually very good. I remember uh,
1: Gina and I actually uh, did a marathon this past holidays in the Christmas break, and we actually made a drinking game, but instead of the transitions, we we drank every time there was a meme. Yeah, in the prequels.
3: (laughs) Oh, man. It was
0: a
1: trip and it was
3: amazing.
0: (laughs) Yeah, uh, Alex. Alex like, do, you... do it. Yeah, do it. Drink. <laughs> uh,
1: Alex, do you want to go or Shannon? Do you want to add anything else? <laughs> no, that's it. <laughs> okay, perfect.
4: Um, so my number five is Kanan and Hera's relationship on Rebels. Oh. Oh, um, wow. They're they're the purest, best, um, just so good to each other, and so soft and kind and gentle with each other and also fierce and amazing. So I'm not going to get into any spoilers about the relationship, but um, that's my number five.
0: Amazing. Okay, thank you for not spoiling. Huh? Yes, I haven't watched Rebels and I'm so sorry. I'm a disgrace
3: to this fandom, but we am really still need in the of book about their relationship too. Cause I know you read A New Dawn and said it was kind of, eh, you know. Um,
4: so, a new dawn. The moments, um, the soft moments between them were really, really good. But I have a really hard time reading heavy action scenes in books, and that's what kind of took me out of that book. But the quiet moments were really good, and uh, I'm I'm obsessed with Vanessa Marshall, who voices. She's amazing. She's amazing. So <laughs> I just I love them, and Freddie Prince Jr. is awesome too. So.
1: Oh my god! Can I talk a bit about New Dawn because I actually have it right here. I'm in page uh, 300, 3, 30, 2. Mm-hmm. And I haven't finished it because I think I've been in the same action scene for about a week. Yeah. I, <laughs> I can't continue. And I yes. love it. I love this book because I love uh, reading about Hera and I love reading about real and the relationship. But I can't. And it's also like a lot of chit-chat about, I don't know, technical stuff. And it's like, yeah. mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> I like all parts of Star Wars, but this one doesn't interest me as much. It needs a some... YA
4: book. It needs to be YA.
3: Like that's just it needs yeah. to be.
4: Yeah, there's some scenes <laughs> in that book where um you just you see like the inside of Kanan where he's just melting for Hera and he's starting to fall <laughs> for her, and it, it, those moments are the best moments of the book.
1: Oh. I, I really like the characterization. In this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gina, do you want to continue?
0: Yeah, okay. So I really had a hard time putting together like five things because I was just like coming up with so much and I was like, ah I need to, to cut this down. So okay, so the number one the, the number five, sorry, end up being the throne room scene from The Last Jedi. I just realized I, I have such a deep appreciation for that scene. Like ever since they um meet Snoke. All the speech that Snoke gives, and then killing Snoke, fighting the guards, and then the speech that Kylo gives to Ray. and all that scene right until the lightsaber breaks. I think it's amazing filmmaking, and I love watching it. And I literally like two days ago, my boyfriend was setting up the uh, sound system in his in his studio, and we were watching The Last Jedi and we were using the pretending guard fight to to, to check the, the, the audio. And then he paused it right after he finished. And he was like, what are you doing? The best part is coming up. And he was like, okay, and played it again. And <laughs> because I just love that scene so much and, and I, I know it by heart and it just gives me a lot of emotions. I don't know, it's it's a lot of things that I love about Star Wars, like the lightsaber fights and the relationship between Rey and Kylo and, and Ben Solo, and it's just a lot of things that I adore, and I definitely have it. it it's it's important to me, so that's why it's my number five. That's awesome. Um,
1: well, I'm going to say my number five, and it's actually also about Star Wars Rebels. Uh, it's no spoilers, because my, t- my number five is actually the whole of Star Wars Rebels. Uh, I just love this series so much. And from the moment, I don't know, when it started from the first episode, I just saw it and I, I just thought to myself, okay, this, this is amazing. I feel that this is going to be one of my favorite things ever. And it was, it just kept building up and kept building up and every episode, I couldn't believe how, how could it improve itself with every episode, it was really amazing. I love all of the characters. I am satisfied with everyone's journey I really love how they, how they have all these other elements of other Star Wars, um, sources in there, and I love how they implement them, and I love how they man- how they manage them, and I just love the diversity of the characters, and you know, I I haven't said this in any official uh, part or anything, but I love Twilix or Twilix, I don't know how do you pronounce it. Uh, so, of course, I'm going to love Hera from the very start. And she, she actually is one of my favorite characters. And I don't know, like, I feel like Star Wars Rebels is big Star Wars in everything, in action, in characters, in themes mostly, and in the way the storytelling works. I'm really amazed by this. And I think it's one of the strongest animated shows out there, uh, just by the structure of how they planned all of their arcs. And I don't know, I just I just have a deep deep appreciation for it. And it wasn't so I think I finished it in February of this year. I'm a relatively new fan. I wasn't there for the for the series finale at all. Um but I I, I kept my mind I I actually could keep myself from so spoilers and some don't. And some I didn't I didn't do that. Uh, but I did get a few surprises, and I did get a lot of excitement, even though I knew what was going to happen. Um, so, yeah, thank you for making this amazing show. There. It's really one of my favorite things ever.
3: Oh, <laughs> that's so sweet. <laughs> did you watch the um, Rebels Remembered panel from Celebration? Yeah, of course. Oh, it's so good.
1: I was crying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, yeah. I didn't watch it live, but I I watched the, the record.
0: I just wanted to say I really loved your Hera Disney Bound. I ah, thank great. you. That was that <laughs> looks really good.
1: Hera is the first Disney Bound that I've ever done, and I'm I'm really I'm really happy about it because like the first time that I I set up a day to go and shop for Disney Bounds, and if you don't if you don't know what a Disney Bound is, it's basically like a a closet cosplay. It's just like you take a Clothes that uh, you wear every day, but you arrange them in a way that it looks like a character. Uh, in the first store that I walked in, I found everything for that. Amazing. For that one, it was really.
0: It was meant like, to be the force. <laughs> yeah, it was the force. <laughs> that's not how the force works.
3: Shh. <laughs> you need to send me this. I haven't seen your bound. I love Disney bounding.
0: We know. I just I loved your Disney bounding.
3: Oh, you. yeah, when they did that whole month, I was like, yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hair is a tricky one too, so I'm I'm excited to see that.
1: I, I'm going to send it to you. I'm yes,
3: definitely. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you,
1: are you ready for your number four? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Uh, Shannon.
3: So my number four, kind of like yours, um, Andy, was that mine is the whole of Resistance. Oh my god, same. <laughs> I
4: have the same number four. Okay,
3: good. Yeah, see, Alex and I watch Resistance every Sunday together. Like, we're, we don't live, to, like, we live very, very far apart, so we just, like, tweet about it on Twitter and everything, but it's just been such an amazing experience, and it is such a wholesome good show like every episode is just so much fun all of the characters are amazing alex and i were lucky enough to meet basically all of the voice actors that were there for it at celebration and they were all just so nice and loved star wars so much and i'm just i'm so excited for resistance to come back like i have a hole in my life where the colossus should be and i just <laughs> want to get back to it oh
1: my god you're like what's the planet that the colossus is in Castellon? You're like Castellon with a with a Colossus hole. Oh oh, <laughs> yes.
0: I love it. Uh,
4: Alex? So mine's the same for number oh. four. <laughs> Resistant. <laughs> and I'll talk about a few other things about it, though. Um, I really love the animation style of it, the anime style. The colors are awesome, but also the way the animation moves. It's really snappy and it's um, rubber hosy, almost like the old Mickey Mouse 20s and 30s cartoons. Mm-hmm. so I just like that they went with a different style and the voice acting is amazing Christopher Sean is so so amazing as Kaz and I love like they're really pushing diversity on that show too and um, it's just it's so awesome and meeting meeting all those voice actors at Celebration was amazing telling Susie McGrath how much we just love Tam's, Tam as a character and Tam's story arc in the first season was like it was so amazing amazing
0: mm-hmm. That's so sweet. Gina? Okay, for me, I put um, for the first thing that I really love about Star Wars, actually, this is a book. This is Leia, Princess Voldemort. I love that book. I think it's great. And maybe it's because, well, spoiler alert, but Leia is my favorite character. And just reading about her, and I, I the first actual novel I read of Star Wars was Bloodline, which, which is also a Leia book. But Princess Waldron is a story about when Leia was younger and before A New Hope. And I, for me, I think Leia represents so much that I aspire to be as a person and to read about her and the way that she deals with stuff, being so young and knowing what happens to her and her planet after the fact. Just reading about this, it's kind of nostalgic and very tragic, but very beautiful at the same time. You see a lot of her relationship with and Holdo and a guy that she dated before she met Han. And the relationship with the parents and the way that they describe Alderan, it just makes makes it so much more so much worse when you watch and you hope and Alderan yes. gets blown to pieces. You're like, damn, because now you know the history and you know the culture and you know that you know her parents were there and it's just so, so tragic. But it really I mean, Claudia Gray. I think it's my favorite author from the Star Wars novels, and she really does an amazing job at conveying Leia's like, character. She makes it. She makes her so sympathetic, and like she balances the fact that she's a teenager, but she has such responsibility um, in the Senate and with her parents and being a princess and you just feel for her and I, it was just a delight to read from start to finish and I love Leia and I really really love this book.
3: Yeah I want to add the way that Claudia Gray in that book talks about how Leia like encases herself in crystal so that like she can't so that she doesn't have to deal with her emotions and like can keep going and then yeah. at the end of that book when that crystal shatters and she's just so overcome with all of her grief and all of her feelings and you can't help but like compare that to like the general that we see in the last jedi like the the hope is like the spark is out and like she's got so much love for her son like claudia gray it just gives me so many feels oh my god yes
0: yes thank thank god for claudia gray she's amazing amazing and i haven't read the obi-wan book but it's, it's really good, good. It's it amazing. i thought it would be I'm really looking forward to it, but I'm uh, I'm with Queen's Shadow right now, so that will be my next one.
4: Ooh, Queen Shadow.
0: <laughs>
3: Queen Shadow and Leia, Prince of Alderaan, together is a ride. It's it a ride? Of oh, oh that's, that's
0: exactly what I'm doing. Oh, yeah, awesome. I'm excited. And,
1: <laughs> and then you watch Phantom Menace and you watch uh, A New Hope or the other movies, and it's, wow, it changes. It, it really changes. That was so
0: good, guys. And like, <laughs> yeah, as a side note, I just want to add, like, I, my number four is a Prince of Alderaan, but I would actually make it like all the novels or just the fact that the novels mm. exist yeah, because I just love definitely. how they expand on everything, like things that you cannot explore in movies due to you know budget and time and whatever. You can do it with the books because it's just as simple yes. as reading it and imagining it. So I mm. think it's awesome and I really love that. I just want more books. I want all the books that you can give me about Star Wars. <laughs> Please, anything. I would read about literally anything.
4: <laughs> oh, that's a mood that's such a mood have, have you yes. read the solo novelization no oh no okay, okay i'm i'm number one advocate for the solo novelization i am stand it's my favorite star wars book and you have oh. to read it and it adds so much to the movie that the movie was missing
3: cuz it, it um. has a um a female author um merla ferdy or laffriddy i'm not sure how you say her last name um but she puts in all of the things that that movie was missing yeah and it wow. just makes it so satisfying it almost makes it frustrating when you watch the movie because you're like oh it could have been better but yeah the fact that we get it at all just makes me so happy
1: uh, i'm gonna i'm wait. going to chicken out i'm going to check it out i think it's an audible maybe i i think i'm
3: going to check i know it should be it just came out on mass market paperback oh mm. okay
0: I also really just want Claudia Gray to write the Ben Solo novel, I'm just saying. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like either before or after the sequel trilogy, just I want more Ben Solo and I want it from the perspective of Claudia Gray because I think she will give she will put some input from like Leia, like she she understands the character and this is her son, so I think she would do an amazing job. Hey guys,
1: how is Claudia Gray in person?
0: Amazing. Oh
4: she's, she's so, so intelligent. Nice.
1: Yeah.
4: She she's just so smart. She outwit outwit everyone on the panel with
3: her. Yeah, she she was always like the standout person on every single panel. She just knows what she's talking about. It's amazing. I love it.
0: I love it. I, I, I hope we can meet her someday, but I'm so happy that you guys did. I saw your picture and I was so happy for you.
3: Well, and she's gonna be working on Project Luminous with um Justina Ireland, um, Carl Soule, and Kevin Scott. And Kevin Scott has expressed that he also wants to write a ben solo novel. And after um Jedi Lost, I think if Claudia Gray and Kevin Scott were to collaborate on that, that's <gasps> yes. like Galaxy Brain. I <laughs> Oh my god, <gosh. laughs>
0: Galaxy Brain.
1: <laughs> okay. I didn't understand much about parallel luminous with this with this whole publishing thing that came out today. I thought that was luminous.
3: Yeah, they they, we don't know what it is. They haven't announced Mm -hmm. it yet, but it's gonna it's coming out in twenty twenty. So it's Mm. going to be you know beyond episode nine, but they wouldn't say anything about it. They we nobody knows what it is. Damn, Daniel Jose Older is also on
4: it.
0: Oh, that's right. Somebody,
1: that's great. Uh, I think where I, I can say my number four. Now. Yeah, yeah, you go <laughs> your number four, year. Yeah. Um, well, my number four is actually uh, the women of Star Wars. Uh, I love a lot of characters in Star Wars. Uh, I love it that Star Wars uh, has a lot of action, it has a lot of plot, but it's also very, very character-driven. Uh, especially some parts of Star Wars. And... But the women of Star Wars especially I chose I chose them because they inspire me a lot and they actually I do think they're having a real repercussion on the world that we live in and in real life and in in fandom. And it allows ourselves for the perspective of women to I don't know, project ourselves in that universe, which this didn't happen a lot in past years. This the past few years have been amazing for representation, um, not only in, in the official media, but also in fandom and the, in the creators also are they're bringing more women creators on this universe, uh, but especially the characters like Leia, Padme, Ray. But also all the different characters that we talked about, like Hera or in resistance Dora, Tam, and from the books and, and the woman from the movies, Hold or Rose. I just think about them and I smile because they actually inspire me so much. And yeah. the reading the book, uh, Woman of the Galaxy, it just really, really made me appreciate um, every single character there. Because every single character has uh, such an, a unique story, and they're actually uh, striving to make them three dimension- three-dimensional characters. And
0: I, I just think it's it's just amazing. Yeah, I love. It. I, I just want to add that like when I think about it, and like it's very kind of sad that you know, for example, in the original the original trilogy, we only have Leia, and then in the prequels, we only have Padme for like kind of that big woman representation.
1: The original. Sorry. The original trilogy, I think, doesn't pass the Bechdel test.
0: No. I, no, I, uh, no.
1: like no. Uh,
0: Revenge, <laughs> Revenge of the Sith Se- Se- doesn't, uh, doesn't pass mean. the Bechdel test either. I think, I think Phantom
1: Menace
0: either. I think Phantom Menace, yes, it does because she talks to her handmaid- handmaidens ah, okay, yeah, and they yeah. have names so she does. But in Revenge of the Sith, Se- I think she only ever speaks to Obi-Wan or Anakin. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. and uh, But to your point, I just love that they are they they are trying to bring more women into it because they know that Star Wars is already like sold to the male audience mm-hmm. and for us as women to be more into Star Wars I think for me at least that I got into Star Wars like very recently I think it's that representation and giving voices to women and giving women a role you know a, a big role that's why Ray is the protagonist of, of the sequel trilogy. And not only Ray, but you have Rose and you have Paige and you have and Holdo and you have a lot of women characters and then in the shows and with Ahsoka and, and everything else. I just love the representation that they give and that they are trying to do better with that. I don't know. Yeah, that's 100%. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't know that Solo didn't pass the bagel test, but that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah it's very frustrating. Does. Yeah, the, the book, book is 100% so does, yeah.
3: Oh my god. There's like one scene in particular where I'm like, would it have killed you to put this in the movie? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, wow. Oh. Yeah,
4: I, I cried over the Solo novelization yeah, so much. so good. <laughs> wow. Awesome. So, yeah. Uh,
1: so, you want to pass to number three. Yeah.
4: Shannon.
3: So my number three is that it's kind of like a concept. So it's that Star Wars can be really deep and really serious and really meaningful, but then also really, really, really dumb at the same time. (laughs) I love that. Um, It's something about it. Like, it just makes it so much fun. Like, I can spend, like, all day thinking about how tragic Ben Solo is and cry over it. Like, I literally just (laughs) made a video that's going to come out for the network soon about, like... Ben Solo and his redemption and trauma and it like I was literally crying trying to make this video but then like two seconds later Alex will send me like hey have you ever heard of Star Wars hoopla and it's just Chewbacca (laughs) dancing and I'm like this is amazing. The hyperspace hoopla. The hyperspace hoopla with
1: Ahsoka dancing party in the USA.
3: Oh (laughs) god yes it's just I don't know what it is I feel like that's why Star Wars has just Persisted like even in the movies, like you get really deep and meaningful things, and then you get you know like murder bears and like titty monsters and like it's just (laughs) I love it. It's great.
0: (laughs) Yes, you're so right. You're so right, Shannon. Like you just put it perfectly. I think that's a, a amazing part of Star Wars that it really can resonate deeply within my soul and like you know the the hero's journey and and the thousand faces and whatever but then you get Darth Vader dancing to Mama number 5 in Disney World so like
3: <laughs> it's a whole balance of things Oh god, and the, I love the it Palpatine I love it where he's like dancing to back in black and I'm just like wow tag <laughs> your 9 spoiler <laughs> <laughs> it's all <the> it's <laughs> <entry. laughs> <is> so <episode> <laughs> oh my god oh my
0: god <laughs>
4: Uh, Alex, okay, mine's a little bit more serious. <laughs> Palpatine <laughs> dancing to Back in Black. <laughs> okay, um, so the Force Awakens opening night, like that Thursday night, um, and specifically witnessing the Starkiller fight for the first time, seeing Ray, um, get the lightsaber out of the snow using the Force. Um, oh yeah, it's it's a moment that I'm just is I think it's gonna stick with me for my whole life, like just remembering the first time I saw that and feeling like I'm seeing the character that I've been waiting for in Star Wars. And um yeah, it's it's just it's just that scene and that, that night and the electricity in the room with all the people waiting to see Star Wars make a comeback after all those years. Um is amazing.
0: Oh, that's amazing. That's so sweet. Gina, for me, my number three is also more like a concept. But for me, it's the concept of the Force. Mm -hmm. And like as a whole, I think the Force is something it's, you know, it's vital to Star Wars. And I think for me, it is what Star Wars is. You know, the Force is this energy that binds the universe together. And no matter if you're watching, you know, Phantom Menace or you're watching the old republic or you're watching the sequel trilogy or the mandalorian in the end everything is and will be connected by the force in a sense you know to the books and to the comics and everything and this is just the constant um, in star wars you know and i think it's a very beautiful and it's a very strange and and complex concept like we're all connected to something bigger than us and that you can use it, you know, like the Jedi used it, and with so, with so many possibilities. I think it's a wonderful thing, and it's one of my favorite things about Star Wars. It's, it's precisely for that that it's so big, and you really can have can have some trouble, like even comprehending how big it actually is. And it's, for me, that's amazing and beautiful, and it's so fascinating. And I would read a hundred books about the Force and watch a hundred movies and TV shows about it. And I just really, really love it. And it's a vital part of Star Wars. And I love it. I love the Force. (laughs) And the Force is female. female. And the Force is with me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm one with the Force and the Force is with me.
3: (laughs) Oh, oh, now the feels are coming back. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) Quick Uh, thing
0: about Palpatine singing Back to Black. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, okay, so my number four is Kylo Ren. Oh, uh, Kylo number Ren three, ben number Solo. three,
1: number three. Ah, see number three, sorry. My number three is Kylo Ren. Uh, okay. Because uh, in my life, few characters have had this impact in on me. I love a lot of characters, but I just really, from the moment that I saw him on screen, I was like, wow, this is such an interesting character. Because uh, like I... Like I've told before, if you watch uh, the episode that I'm in in *Lipstick and Lightsabers*, you will know that my, I started being a Star Wars fan after *The Force Awakens* came out. Actually, I watched *The Force Awakens* like a week uh, after it came out, um, so I didn't know anything about the, the publicity and all the the other stuff before. I didn't even know what a Kylo Ren was. <laughs> uh, so when I when I saw the movie, I got really interested, and when I Thought about it and thought about it, I just really came invested, uh, became invested in this character and in all that he represented. I started uh, analyzing him and seeing how what his psychology was, and I just really from from the first moment I just mm, knew that he was something different. He was something that I hadn't seen before, and his story, his his past, and where he's getting towards is just really interesting to me because in a storytelling standpoint, it is one of the best things that have come out in the past few years. And I can't wait to see where he goes next. Uh, I I just see him like, he's not a one, he's just not one dimensional. He's not just evil. He's not just good. He's a product of his his circumstances. And, and this in Star Wars is what I feel uh, that was needed. I, I just feel like a lot of things in the sequel trilogy uh, are really great because they really build on what was before, and not only in the universe, but storytelling wise. And sorry that I keep telling that, but it's just a big, a big, a big thing for me. Uh, how you craft this story, and I'm just really like him, and I think I will always. Uh, be be known as the Kylo Ren girl or the girl who <laughs> is going to be a big part of my, of my life, uh, Aren't I think. not we all? <laughs> yeah. Actually, one one person uh, lately asked me, hey, hey why is your favorite character ever? And my answer is always, oh, that's easy. It's Rapunzel from Tangled. Aww. It's so crazy, <laughs> <Yeah>. Alex. <laughs> uh, but in the moment, I don't know why my, my brain was like, Kylo Ren, it was like, oh. Uh, uh, what? Oh, my God. What happened? <laughs> oh, uh, So, yeah.
3: Honestly, Kylo Ren needs to meet the Rapunzel from Tangled the series. I think that she would impart some really good wisdom onto him. Aww,
0: that's... <laughs> oh, I need fan art from that. And Alex, Alex, <laughs> and Peggy. That would yeah. be so cute.
1: <laughs> uh, so, number two, Shannon.
3: So my number 2 is actually the community and I know that a lot of people talk about how like Star Wars has like one of the worst fandoms and there's like, all these like horrible people in it but at least when it comes down to the community that I'm part of which is largely the Reylo community I think we're all part of the Reylo community obviously <laughs> it's just such a kind and welcoming place and I've made so many friends through this and like being able to meet them in person at you know celebration being able to see alex in person at celebration was just so amazing and just the fact that like everybody loves star wars so much and everybody lifts each other up it just it makes it all that much better and i don't know it's it's just really 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 cool so like whenever people talk about how horrible online communities are, or any of that kind of stuff. I just think of the Raylo community, and I'm like, well, mm. this one's really good, and I'm really happy yeah. to be part of it.
1: That's so <laughs> nice. Retweet. <laughs> Wait. <Sin tweet. laughs> Wait, the first time that you met each other was on Celebration?
3: Yeah, yeah we met each other at the airport.
1: Oh, oh my, my God. God. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you're you already, I mean, that it wasn't the first time that you saw each other. No. That's also awesome.
3: yeah, we we, we only yeah like right A- after because Alex messaged me like right after the Last Jedi and oh. we talked like every day since then but then we didn't meet yeah. to celebration
4: because I saw she was she was kind of reading it the same way I was.
3: <laughs> and so I, talk I don't have anyone to talk to about this. <laughs> <laughs> and, like nobody was talking about it the way I wanted to either because like nobody in the network really was like, uh, Oh, this is what I want to do. So like when she was messaging me, I'm just like, yes, send me all the fan art, all the fan fiction. Let's go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's so cool. No, that's literally what happened with me and Gene, I think, in 2010.
0: Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we tangled. The time right after the last year I came out, it was like one of the best times of my internet experience because I got involved with the Raylo community, and we were all literally collectively screaming about it, like, <laughs> "Oh my God, can you believe we won?" And all the theories that that people had been coming up with, like the force bond and and the and them joining together to fight, it was amazing to see the, the community. It, it really, I think, that movie put, made us grow closer together as a Raylo group because before that like we didn't have the uh, the um, validation you know mm-hmm. that we needed but right after the last jedi came out and all this raylo happened it really made the community so much bigger and people were getting interested in raylo and i remember in the phantom metrics on tumblr raylo was the number <laughs> one ship for like 11 weeks and it was <laughs> insane how much just how, how passionate we all were and are you know we still are passionate but like <laughs> it was that moment right after the last jedi that everyone was involved with with the community and it was amazing and that's why that's how the raylo alliance literally like met each other and <laughs> came to be it was because of the last jedi and the raylo community on twitter and it's amazing so yeah i just, I just wanted to add that to your point
3: yeah yeah I mean, it's, I, it's really it's really crazy how it just brought everybody together. And then like the people who were already there were just so welcoming and just so accepting of new people joining yeah. in. It's just, it's so great. Yeah. yeah. I,
1: I remember in when The Last Jedi came out, I didn't watch it until a day after. And I think like I saw a post on Tumblr that was kind of spoilery and I was like, nah, But I didn't know it was a spoiler, because it was something like, oh my god, can you believe that Ben took out his glove to reach for her? I was like, "Uh, this is, this is like, what? is (laughs)
3: that (laughs) from?
1: Because, because I was a Raylow since 2015, like, 100%, and I wasn't one of the Raylows that was like, oh, this is like my crack ship, it's not going to happen. I was sure it was going to happen like from the first time that i saw the movie i was like this is the direction they're going i'm sh- sure of it um and then that i watched the movie i was like oh my god it was not a spoiler what the hell
3: is going on is <laughs> <laughs> <It's> too much <laughs> still yeah.
4: a year and a half later i still ask myself did the last jedi even have
3: <laughs> real well no it's like we'll see like a leak and like alex will be screaming and i'm like no, that's not real. We say that every single day. How could that possibly be real? <laughs> I read that no. in a fan fiction. Yeah, uh, yeah, so you yeah.
0: Do do? literally, like, I think JJ is gonna take a fanfic and it's just making the movie adaptation from it.
3: Yeah. <laughs> One that Ryan Johnson's mom wrote. Oh I know God. that she's got an A O three. Like, how could she not? She's a Raylo. She's <laughs> a big Raylo. <laughs> I'm here
1: for it. I'm
0: here. Oh. Um. So wait wait should we move on? Yeah. We're yeah. I it, think it, it's Alex's
4: turn. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um my number 2 is very very specific. It's a line of dialogue.
3: Wow. <laughs> it's ah, you do. Oh my god. No. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh that's This is getting up.
4: Okay, so um the moment that line came out of Ben's mouth was the moment I decided he was my favorite character. I finally understood the complexity of his character and I, and hardcore started shipping Rayla within that one line of dialogue. Sure. So, um, <laughs> so girl was shook. Exactly. Um, so, and then because of that one line, I found fan fiction, which I like, I was never a fan fiction reader. So that one line made me find fan fiction and I went crazy and I've read a lot of fan fiction now and (laughs) that got me into reading more books than I used to. So that's been amazing too. And then finally, uh, Raylo and like Ben specifically kind of made me find my creativity again. So like I was kind of like... In a bit of an art block before, and then the Last Jedi happened, and that line specifically happened, and I'm like, oh my god, I need to draw Raylo, I need to draw Ben, <laughs> and I finally, and and since then, it's been a year and a half of like having this kind of like fountain of creativity coming out of me, which is just it's it's amazing.
1: I, I've wow. heard that story from from other people that they say I, that the Last Jedi actually helped them to get get on track with the art, maybe if it's writing or or drawing anything that's so that's that's awesome
0: mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. that's great gina
0: i love it <laughs> okay for me this is an obvious one my number two is Raylo. just nice. as a thing <laughs> it's absolutely like a hundred percent for me Raylo represents star wars as a whole just like the idea of the dark and the light and coming together and kind of a yin yang situation, and just the the whole beauty and the beast and death and the maiden and just the 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 stories from before that Raylo represents now. I think it's just a beautiful ship, and you know I've talked about Raylo a lot. I have a podcast about Raylo, and <laughs> you know why I love Raylo. So I don't want. I will not get too into it, but. I think, for me at least, I think the reason that I love it so much is that it represents, you know, the mythos of Star Wars in just one ship, one relationship. And it's such a complex relationship. And it's one of my favorite tropes, you know, the villain <laughs> uh, falling in love with a, with a hero and then redeeming that himself. And it all started with The War-
1: too.
3: Yes!
0: <laughs> yes! <laughs> exactly! Thank you. And- <laughs> And yeah, and that's why I love it so much. It's a very complex relationship. It fulfills all of my weird... Um, I don't want to say kinks because they're not... <laughs> just like, my, just my, like my, my relationship... I
3: mean, it, it ticks all of your
0: boxes, it, right? Yeah, it, yeah, <laughs> that. thank you, thank you. That's it. Uh, it ticks all of the boxes for me. It's a beautiful, perfect ship in my eyes. And I love it so much. And it's re- really a big part of the reason that I got into Star Wars in the first place. Because I, too... Got into Star Wars after the Force Awakens, and yeah, so it means a lot to me. So yay, Raylo, <laughs> and Raylo keeps winning. That's all I'm yeah. gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so my second
1: favorite thing about Star Wars is what I I have been saying throughout all of these episodes is how it improves the storytelling and. A massive uh, scope, like in real life and everything, because Star Wars is just really amazing for me. Because the first movie it's the mo- all of the screenplay teachers are going to tell you, uh, okay, if you want a perfect hero's journey that follows everything to a T, it's a new hope, and from that everything is just just expanded so much, and I I'm I. I say this because there isn't no other thing in the world that is like Star Wars. Okay, you have the MCU, you have uh, other kind of big stuff like Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings. But the way that Star Wars has all of these authors and all of these kinds of media to tell a story in this universe, it's just mind blowing to me. And it's one of the things that make me say, oh my god, Star Wars is so good. I love Star Wars. Star Wars is so great. Because you have all of these perspectives but they follow a canon, and they follow a, a line. But everything feels um, characteristic, but also it it feels like it's in the same universe. And if, either if you're reading a book or the comics or even re, uh, playing a video game or watching one of the movies, there's there's always this inter- interconnectivity, and you can have stories uh, written in in 2019 that take place in a thing that started in 1977. And it's just, I I, I just don't know what else has this kind of structure. And this is just, just, this keeps going on with time and it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and better and better. And that this is why I really, I'm really thankful for living in this era because we don't only get the the movies like other people had in in the past, like when the first trilogy was coming out. We have a lot of different options. And if we don't like a certain story, we we just can go and watch or read another one. And it's just uh, really amazing. It just really amazes me. And I'm, I'm really thankful and I really admire everyone in the story group. And everyone in, that has had a hand in building these, this universe. So, yeah, it's very broad. I just really like the storytelling in Star Wars.
0: Yeah, and just, just to add to that, I think the generational aspect to it, that, you know, there, there, there are literally, like, four generations of people that have been enjoying Star Wars, you know, and every generation gets a new story. And, like, the trailer for The Rise of Skywalker, like, every generation has its legend. And mm-hmm. that's Star Wars, basically, like, every other you know year and every other like time period would you get a new set of stories and characters and it really keeps the franchise alive and it brings new people into the story and its it, i don't think to your point that there is another franchise in the world that can do that
3: as star wars does definitely yeah, yeah it's so beautiful oh,
4: <laughs> so sweet <laughs> i love star wars. wars is so good yes
1: Okay, Okay. guys, so we are approaching our, yeah, uh, I'm going to take a moment to actually allow ourselves uh, to give some honorable mentions, if you have them. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Thank you. Okay.
0: Yeah, because
1: we we all know that we left a lot of things. Yes. Yes, thank you. We left out a lot of things. Uh, So we can, if, do you need a moment to think about
0: it? I think I have I like the first one that I thought about and then it it it, it didn't even come up in my top 5 it was, it was the music. I think it's a very obvious thing and a lot of Star Wars fans will tell you oh the music is one of my favorite things. But because it is, I think it's so iconic and I think my favorite piece of of score is actually across the stars. It's yes. a beautiful piece mm-hmm. and the storytelling that you can get Just from the scores, I think it's baffling. And it tells you a lot about characters. And John Williams is really um, a genius in that area. And also Michael Giacchino and all the other composers that have Uh, been involved in Star Wars. I think they all, yes, they all put uh, a little bit of themselves into it. And they make the music even broader and more beautiful. And I think it is a vital part of the movies. And I really love it.
3: I want to, like, add on to that because... When, you know, if you go and see Endgame, you get to watch the Rise of Skywalker trailer on the big screen. And I took my mom with me, and I didn't realize that my mom hadn't seen this trailer yet. Wow. And I know. And so, like, obviously, I was shook just, like, watching it. But my mom turned to me, and she had, like, tears in her (gasps) eyes because of the score of this trailer. It shook her to her core, like this and like she she's watched all the movies like she watches everything with me she's not like hardcore or anything like that but like the fact that this version of leia's theme just shook her so much like john williams is so good
0: yeah yeah girl i love this oh my Mm -hmm. god that's amazing do you guys have your other honorable mention mentions
3: i I have i have one you want to go yeah, so I this this got cut from my list because I added I kind of changed it, but it's all of the dialogue in um attack of the Clones. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Especially <so laughs> like yeah, all yeah. of Star Wars. I mean, all you do is real is up there, but it's actually Anakin's monologue about oh, Sam! <laughs> I love it so much. Yeah. And we're going to a desert planet in episode nine, and I swear to yes. God, if Ben Solo sand. talks about sand, I'm going to ascend. <laughs> I'm going to levitate. I'm going to be carried <laughs> to heaven. Yeah. My body. <laughs> this is why
4: we need trailer screenings. Oh God! Because I can't experience this in public with like yes. the general public. I the general audience question every single I day. I can't <laughs> do it. I'm going to be on the floor sobbing. I don't know if you guys have ever been um, to Disney World or Disneyland, but there's this, uh, the tough to be a bug show. And Uh every time I go to that, there's always kids just like on the floor sobbing because it's really scary. It's really scary for little kids and they're always on the floor sobbing. And I just know that that's going to be me in episode nine.
1: Alex, one of the kids that you saw, you travel in time and you saw me when I was a kid because I did cry. <laughs> I did cry in that and, and <laughs> Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. And the, the audience, in Honey, I Shrunk the Audience, my parents, actually, when I was behaving badly, they said, if you if you do not behave, you're, we're going to take you to Honey, I Shrunk the Audience oh again. God. I was like, oh my God, no! <laughs> and I behaved so good in that trip. Wow. Yeah. Attendant. <laughs> <A> and- <laughs>
0: Yeah. To your point, anytime someone mentions sand, I always think about that dialogue. And I think that speaks to the
3: power, the it's power so of that scene.
0: <laughs> yes. thank oh, you I think for you
3: that too. And people are like, what are you talking about? I'm like, it's a Star Wars quote. And they're like, are you serious? And like, yeah, yeah.
0: Yes. I've done that in public. Like someone like I know who likes Star Wars mentioned sand, And I'm like, it's it's coarse and rough and irritating. And they go, and, they go, and it gets everywhere. And everyone <laughs> around us is like, what? <laughs> it's amazing. It's
1: yeah. amazing. <laughs> uh, amazing. Hey, Alex, you're in the role mention.
4: Um do I only get one? No. I don't <laughs> no, know. I don't okay. Know. So Go so one that. of them is uh Tam's Storyline and Resistance. I oh, already kind of so mentioned perfect. it, but it. that um Star Wars weekends at Disney World when they used to do that. Um I went mm. the year that they reopened Star Tours, the new one, oh. and George Lucas was there and I was there on opening day, and that was like
2: that was so
4: cool oh my god yeah it was it was awesome and um and and the books are great like i've already mentioned five times i will advocate for the mer lafferty solo novelization every single day of my life it's so good (laughs) uh
0: andy some honorable mentions ah
1: yes honorable mention a Yes, the books, but one specific book that I really, really enjoy is Lost Stars by Gloria Grace. Yes. Actually, my favorite book in Star Wars history, and I think one of my favorite books ever. It just really gave me a new perspective on everything, on everything in the Star Wars universe. And it is just really well done, and the characters are just really amazing. It, it, it's so, I know, it shakes you, it shakes you, and... No spoilers, but it is kind of a sad book, and it's one of, I don't know, when I read it for the first time, I hadn't read or seen anything like this in the Star Wars universe, and it's just great. Uh, Another thing that I really like, I didn't talk about it, but of course, Raylo. Raylo, like Gina said, for me is, is a culmination of all of the themes and all of the messages and all of what Star Wars represents. And... I am so happy that they're going this route because this just wraps up the whole Star Star Skywalker storyline so perfectly and it's mind-blowing and I love it so much. And, okay. and I I don't want to I don't want to cheat on this. But I feel like I need to say it already. I, I need to say it now because it's never, then I never will. But I think that Galaxy Search is going to be one of my favorite things ever. Yeah,
0: as well. I, was, I was thinking about that. Like, do I say Galaxy Search? That doesn't, I haven't even been there, but I feel like I'm going to really love being there. So,
1: yeah, it's so great to say Galaxy Search.
3: <laughs>
1: and, Another, yeah, you go.
0: I was going to ask if you had any more. Yeah, yeah. I I wanted to say just a couple of them, just so I don't get caught up in them. But I think the porks are one of them. I love <laughs> porks. I love Padme, and I I had another one and I just lost it. But if you have any anything else, do you go in while I think about it.
1: I want to say something as well. Uh, Luke is one of my favorite characters as well because, and I think it's mostly because of his journey and the end of the original trilogy. The end of his journey in the original trilogy with Return of the Jedi. This is why Return of the Jedi is one of my favorite Star Wars movies. And um, the scene with Vader when he dies is just, I think my favorite scene in, whole, in all of Star Wars. And whenever I, in, in every part of my life, I always remember, okay, uh, People do deserve uh, redemption, and love is always the way. Love will always be the way, and whenever, whatever you do, uh, you do with love and not hate. And that the other reason, the, the other honorable mention that I have is is actually that quote from Rose: uh, "Saving what we love, uh, not finding what we hate, but saving what we love." It just think I think about that quote every day, and I actually yes. plan to get it tattooed. Because it's just really, really important for me. It is just a great philosophy and I think that we all should live by it. And I try to live by it. And it's actually got me into better places in my life. So oh, yeah. yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. And I, I I'll stop.
4: I <laughs> actually have one that I forgot that I I feel ashamed that I forgot this because it's like I talk about it all the time. Uh-huh. Can oh I can gosh. I go ahead? I know yeah. it is.
3: Yeah. yeah, of course,
4: the high silencer.
3: <laughs> oh wow,
4: the silencer is like my favorite thing. <laughs> okay, it should have been my number one, but it's not. I forgot.
3: <laughs> no, like I'm, I'm. Well, I'm not surprised, but I'm also surprised that you didn't get it tattooed while we were at celebration after that oh, trailer.
0: Wow. Oh my god,
4: <laughs> I know. Oh, I yes, I, still, I need a, I need a schedule an appointment to get it tattooed. I really want it.
0: <laughs> oh, yes, I have
4: the fun. I have the Falcon tattooed, so oh, I silencer. Cool. Nice.
0: cool.
1: <laughs> Actually, I wanted to uh, to get that quote tattooed, but I want to have little minimalistic Star Wars designs yeah. uh, around it, and I want the Falcon. I want the tie silencer.
3: Nice. <laughs> I will say one other honorable honorable mention. Um, rogue one just as a (gasps) film it's such a beautiful story and i feel like not enough people talk about it and like even you know like i'm bad about it too but like it's just so good and it's all self-contained because of how it ends unfortunately (laughs) um but it's just such a beautiful story and like even all of the tie-in material for it it's such a darker part of star wars and i think it really opens up what they could do with like future storytelling. I think The Mandalorian's gonna go a little bit more that route as well. And if you haven't read the Rogue One novelization, um, the end of that book, you know, when uh, they start dropping like flies, rips your heart out. It's oh, uh, it's a ride.
1: <laughs> no, actually actually, yeah, thank you. Thank you for oh, my God, Rogue One. I think it's like my third favorite Star Wars movie. I just adore it so much. And actually the soundtrack is my favorite soundtrack out of all of them. Because Michael Gikino is my god.
0: It snaps. <laughs> it snaps, truly. It's in space. <laughs> Respect. I have another one. Can I I just want last one. <laughs> uh-huh. It's Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan in the Beatles. Yes. Specifically, I really love the his fight with Anakin in Return of the... Je- um, I'm sorry, Revenge of the Sith. Um, with the whole, you were my brother Anakin, you were supposed to bring balance to the force and and yeah, destroy the Sith, not join them. That whole scene, I think it's very powerful. Mm. Like, through all the hate that the prequels get, and I have been a sinner of that, that I have thrown shade at the prequels a lot, but I have grown to appreciate them so much more the last year and a half. And I think that scene in particular, I think it's so painful. I think it's very powerful. And I think it all falls into Ewan McGregor's delivery. So I think he's also one of my favorite things about Star Wars. Yeah.
4: I would actually add to that, and not only Ewan McGregor, but I think casting in general is very strong in Star Wars. Yeah, actually.
0: yeah, Definitely. Yeah. Totally, totally. <laughs> So do, do we do we get all of them out? I think we could yeah. get we could spend all day. <laughs> I mean, honestly,
3: we could just and keep naming sounds, Star like, Wars. Things. All
0: other Star Wars is a honorable mention.
3: Ahsoka,
0: <laughs> Ahsoka is an honorable Ahsoka. mention. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Her yeah. double blades, yeah. Oh. Yes.
1: Ahsoka's I, double I, blades are another honorable thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, are we ready?
3: Guys? Let's, let's, yeah. Yeah. Finland hey, Voss. Boss. <gasps> oh, <gasps> thank with you. you. Dark disciple. Oh, oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god!
1: Can I just say that Queenland Boss's lightsaber is one of my favorite yeah. Star Wars things. <laughs> I love it.
3: I know what Quinlan Boss is supposed to look like, but to me, he looks like Michael B. Jordan in Black Panther. Wow. So <laughs> that's what I that's want. Too much. Shana, you wow. just...
1: I can't function for the rest of the day. Thank you. Yeah.
3: Yes, we are. Okay, Shannon, you go. Okay, so we have already named this. Um, my number one is Raylo, but it's not just as a ship. It's as it's like what it has done. Like it's like Andy said. Like it's the culmination of like all of the themes in Star Wars coming together, but it has influenced so much, and it changes how you view stories so like whenever i read a star wars book like yes i'm looking for hints to ben demption and hints to Raylo, and they really are there and like if you read it through that mindset like you're getting so much more out of it like you get so much out of lost stars you get so much out of like jedi lost all of these other books and it has inspired me to, like like Alex said, read more books, listen to more different types of music, watch more movies and TV shows, just trying to get more of this content. And it's so beautiful. And I feel like it touches everybody in a unique and different way. And it just brings together so many amazing romance tropes. And just the fact that, like, it's pretty clear to me that this is one of like the points of the sequel trilogy and the fact that they were like, we're going to tell this story. We're going to tell this enemies to lovers story. We're going to tell, you know, the bad guy being redeemed and like finding that light and that hope through this other person. Like it's so beautiful and guys, I can't watch episode nine. I'm going (laughs) to (laughs) die. I just don't know what's going to happen, but I know that the ending of the story is going to be so Unbelievably beautiful and so unbelievably powerful because they decided to tell this female power fantasy. Like, that's yeah. just, it's so amazing.
1: Uh, can I just say, oh my God, I love everything you said, but I, can I just say that I really adore how I'm seeing all over the place that people got inspired after The Last Jedi, after seeing Raylo, uh, to just do stuff, even reading books or watching more movies, because I, I do think that uh, as a generation, we the, the kids that used to read a lot kind of. Uh, went through a phase that they didn't read too much and that, like, kind of wears you down. Since I started being, like, a super Star Wars fan, I've read, like, four books a month uh, and about all about Star Wars, and I just really love it.
4: Yeah. It's so true. It because I, I was a huge reader as a kid, but yeah. I fell out of it because I just... I was swimming a lot. I was, Then I was in animation school, and then I started animating, and, like, it,
1: gotcha. it I didn't have
4: time. Mm-hmm. And then... Raylo just inspired me to get get back into it. Hmm. Oh,
1: I love it. I don't know. It like it it makes it it brought it brought us back to ourselves. I guess. Yeah. Yes,
0: definitely did. I loved how Shannon put it, how Shannon put it. I think <laughs> it was beautiful. I want to get
3: that tattoo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're, you're, just, so you're, right. <laughs> you're so right.
3: You're well, so right. Well, it's just it's it's really amazing. Like, because I mean, I I've always been. A reader and like I mean I have a whole YouTube channel dedicated just to books but like last year I read more books than I ever have and even this year like I'm on track to surpass my reading goal by like October. So right. and it's just inspired me so much. And I'll just read something and I'll be like, this is Raylo. And then I'll scream yes! to Netflix about it. And I'm like, go no <laughs> read
0: this book. It's so Raylo. It does yeah. happen. Like, you watch a movie, like, oh, this is like Raylo. And you hear a song and like, this is like Raylo. Yeah. And you read a book and like, it's this is Raylo. Shannon and I watched things. Just-
4: yeah, <laughs> yeah. Shannon and I just watched things on Rabbit together. Like, we watched Your Name and we watched Strange <sighs> Magic. and name- just screamed- Yes.
0: Yeah. yeah, and the more the more like Raylo it is, the more I like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Right? I remember when the first images for How to turn Your Own
0: Tree started coming out, and and everyone was
3: like, oh "My god, Raylo dragons!" Yeah. And it literally was Raylo, though.
0: It was. It was. It was. <laughs> if you put it side to side, like the dragons and Raylo, they look so much alike. Yeah. Oh my so god! Raylo is everywhere.
3: <laughs> Reylo is everywhere, and that's actually something that Alex and I will be talking about very soon. Oh,
0: <laughs> looking forward wait. to it. I can't <laughs> wait
3: that.
1: Okay, I have another okay. honorable mention, but I think I will let all the ones uh, okay. go on, okay. and then I'll talk about it. Because it's Alex's
4: strength. Yeah. Okay, so uh, my number one is kind of like Shannon's number two. It's the community, but specifically Star Wars Celebration Chicago just meeting everyone in person and um, like the Raylo meetup at the bean. And then uh, all of, there was a small group of us that didn't get into the nine panel or into any of the overflow rooms. So we all went to the podcast stage because Sky Talkers was putting on their uh, podcast show, like right after that panel. So we were all just in there lying on the floor, watching the, the stream on our phones. And so like, I don't feel like I lost out on the nine panel experience because I feel like I got that the best experience <laughs> being in that room with just like really close RayLo friends. And it was yeah, I think was so I feel amazing. like it was better. Yeah. yeah. And we can actually yeah. hear things. <laughs> People weren't screaming over everyone. Like I mean, you we were screaming, it's purple. Yeah, you, you can hear that on SkyTech. Yeah, yeah, I have. My voice was gone. That that moment, like, just all the love in the room. Like, I mean, it's a huge room, the exhibit hall and, and all the panel rooms. But everyone was just there to celebrate one thing. And everyone, they kind of put aside their differences. And everyone was so nice to each other. And, It was it was one week where I could just talk about Star Wars nonstop and no one would get annoyed by it. And it was perfect weekend. weekend. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Well, and like they say that about celebration, but like you don't really realize it until you're there. Like we would just talk to people in line and you could literally just talk about anything. We only encountered like maybe one or two people that were negative. Everybody else was just so happy to be there.
4: And they weren't even negative to our face. They were, like, snarky behind <laughs> they were us. Negative behind our back. yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that's Oh, like, wow, <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, well. Yeah. Oh,
3: that's,
4: that's so cute.
1: That's amazing. Uh, are you going to the next celebration,
0: then? Yeah.
3: yeah. <gasps> we're planning. Because we're planning right
0: now. <laughs> <laughs> we want to go, too. We want we to go too. go, too. Oh, my because God. It's, it's in Anaheim, and it's so close. It's, it's very much closer you. to us.
3: Yes, it definitely is. So yeah. we really hope we can get it. I will say, like, to anybody out there, like, if you are able to go to Star Wars Celebration, do it. Because it it will change your life. It's absolutely amazing. And, like, I think Alex and I both knew from, like, the second we walked into that exhibit hall on the first day that, like, we We had to go again. Yeah.
4: And like this this time we're trying to plan so we can go a few days early to do Disneyland a bit. So <gasps>
3: Wow, yeah,
0: that sounds like a missing plan. Yeah. I'll yeah. probably
3: never get to go to Galaxy's Edge other than at that time. So it's like we got to oh at least God. be able to walk around. Yeah. Uh
0: so Gina, it is your turn. Okay, so honestly, I wanted to make Raylo my number one because Raylo has <laughs> given me so much and I really appreciate it and everything that Shannon said, but I, I realized like I'm so much of a character person so I think characters like as individuals mean so much to me so this is kind of a cop out but I chose two and it's a female and a male one to keep it balanced so because I couldn't decide between I think it should be. Oh, wait, that's yes. from another
1: franchise. Wait.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, no. And I, I literally couldn't pick between the, between the two of them because I was, if I pick one of them, then I have to leave the other one out of the top five because I don't have room for them. But I didn't want to do that. So my number one is actually actu- actually Leia and Ben Solo. Those are my Aww. favorite characters, and they're literally like my favorite things about star wars ben solo because of what what Andy said earlier like his whole character and what he represents and his complexity and the deepness that he has as a character and you know i didn't expect anything less from the son of leia and han and the nephew of luke skywalker and the grandson of anakin skywalker and padme and it's a he's a Great character, so well-constructed. Adam Driver does an amazing job playing him. And I can't wait that for um, books and comics and everything else that, that comes along to, to accompany his story because he has such a unique story in Star Wars and he's one of the most complex and three-dimensional characters in Star Wars and I think in movie franchise history. And I really admired the work that they have done with him, and it really bugs me when people just are like, "Oh no, he's just a villain, and that's all that he is." Because no, he's so much more, and that's the point. That's the point of the sequel trilogy that he's much more than a villain, and I really love that. And for for Leia, I just that's it's what I said earlier. She just represents everything that I aspire to be. When I read Bloodline, and especially after I read Princess of Alderaan. I just realized, like, I want to be, like, I want to do something with my life that would make Leia Organa proud. And I don't know if that's such a nerdy thing to say, but she just inspires me so much to be a better person because I admire her strength, her maturity, her her cleverness, the way that she deals with stuff. She has gone through so much in her life. She lost her parents very, very early in her, in her youth, and she's gone through, like, two rebellions at least and she Mm -hmm. she keeps powering through and she does not let it let things get get her down i mean she does but she still rises back up especially like even in the last jedi when she actually loses the hope that represents her she gets visited by luke and she gets the hope back and it's beautiful and i think her character is kind of underestimated i think people just tend to not look at her as deeply, but I think she represents so much and she's a pillar of strength and power and and hope to me. And she is a beautiful character. And I I love her and she's my favorite Star Wars thing. And that's all I want to say. Oh and I have one more honorable mention too, so but I'm gonna let Andy go first.
1: My favorite, my definitely most, most, most favorite Star Wars thing, it it's kind of big. And this kind of encompasses a lot of things, Uh, but it's the themes of Star Wars. Uh, This goes hand in hand with storytelling and and, and all that I talked about before. But it just really, like I said before, also in my honorable mentions, they just really get me through the day. You know, um, uh, for me, stories matter so much, and they mean a lot to me. That's why I can get kind of defensive, or I can get, I don't know, kind of... um, hyped up or too excited for for something that other people say oh it's only fictional but for me it's really important because they teach so so many lessons some hard lessons and things like hope and love and always just fighting for the good thing for for the for the right thing it is so, so important, and I actually think that people who grew up with Star Wars or even people who discovered later and are able to internalize this and are able to analyze all the messages, there it is really helpful for them, and it really shapes uh, oneself. And just thinking about how much Star Wars has changed me in these past few years is just amazing, and it, it just... Brings me so much joy. It brings me so, so, so much happiness. And um, when I think, okay, the world is bleak and, the, and we're all dying and climate change and all that kind of stuff. Okay, yes, but what we, what can we do to to make the present better? Like you said before, like you said, Gina, what would make uh, Leia Organa proud? What what would Mon Mothma say? One, what would Hera Sindula do in this occasion? It's just like... Uh, all of all of the themes um, I, I think I'm going to to say all, all, say it all over again but it's just it's not just fiction it affects reality and affects it deeply and it really affects me and Star Wars is a Star Wars because of what it says uh, to the in relationship to the real world that we live in and I just love it so much and I'm really really grateful for it and that's it.
0: Oh, that was beautiful. (laughs) I just I'm crying over here. (laughs) I think you just summed it up perfectly. Thank you. Do you want to give your honorable mention? It's going to be so silly after this. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, throw throw things things out. Star Wars
1: for you. (laughs) Oh my god, it just all came back to get oh came came around. Wow. (laughs) Uh I'm just going to say that I really, really enjoyed meeting Kylo Ren in Disneyland. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's that's really that's cool. Weird. Because the first time that I met him, I, I was wear- I think I was wearing my Kylo shirt. And I tried to hug him, and he was like, no. <laughs> and, and, the, and the person that was guarding him, he was like, he's not a hugger. And I was like, I don't care. I love you. <laughs> and this was free TLJ. And after that we went together, it was just really awesome because we went two times and neither of those times did we get a good picture, but it's still, it was really, really cool. <laughs>
0: yes, I love, I love meeting him. Like he's so menacing and I love that he has Adam Driver's actual voice. Yeah. He oh, man. just, just being in his presence is another thing completely. Like I adore it. <laughs> um, I had a, um, an honorable mention and I really wanted to mention this because it is important to me. But Star Wars has uh given me the beautiful world of podcasting and podcasts in general. It was because of Star Wars that I actually started like really getting into podcasts because I only ever listened to one. It was a Disney one. And mm-hmm. then after The Last Jedi and when I found Sky Talkers and Network Antino One, and all the and, and Scavengers horde and all these other amazing podcasts I really got into them and it was so beautiful to me to find people especially female podcasters who shared my opinions on Star Wars and shared my passion for it and they said a lot of things that I thought and it was awesome to be listening to the podcast and being like yes yes like me alone in my commute to school
3: being like (laughs) yes oh my god you're
0: so right and it's it's a beautiful thing and we got into podcasting, and it's one of my absolute favorite things to do. I love podcasting. And it's all the Star Wars and the community and the people that that share Star Wars passion, like me. And it's a beautiful thing, and that's also one of my honorable mentions. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. I think that's oh, all.
4: Chopper.
3: Chopper. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god, another honorable mention, K2SO yeah oh i love yeah,
3: just him just basically droid. any droid like <laughs> l3 like justice for l3 oh my God. like yeah oh my
0: God. cb23 Dripio uh, in the in that poster where he has like <laughs> yeah, he's about to go one. hard yes <laughs> yes
3: i already stand dio too because he looks yes. like he just looks so cute yeah Oh,
4: There was AIDS. this one moment at celebration that I should have added to my number one, but it was the last day. Everything was kind of wrapping up. Shannon and I were trying to give away the last of our stickers and buttons, and we were just, like, throwing them at people. <laughs> literally. And I was literally just like, here, take a throwing. sticker. <laughs> and we we came across this group that was sitting on the floor, and one girl was cosplaying as Hux.
3: Wow. And she was
4: an amazing Hux. And, um, and then right after we met her, we found a Snoke cosplayer and got a picture with him. And she noticed us taking this picture and started yelling at us to tell him to go over to see her. And then he didn't, but we told her to come over. And she runs over, gets down on her knees, bouts. <gasps> back- down at his feet and is like waving an, a first order flag at the yeah. snow.
3: <laughs> no, it was beautiful
4: <laughs> it was moment. It was it was so celebration and it was just like it was such a good moment to end the weekend on and it was it was so funny.
3: <laughs> that last day of celebration was just like so. I think that was probably like one of the best days because yeah, it was, it was just amazing. <laughs> That's <great>. That makes <laughs> me so happy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the god. cosplayers were so good. The, there were so many, like the slave Leia George Lucas that was being led around <laughs> on a chain by Darth Mickey Mouse. <laughs> the Mickey Mouses were all
4: creepy, though. Oh my god, were they were few. so creepy.
3: They were scary. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, Mickey, why? <laughs> okay, so before we go, we actually have a, a very special part of this episode. Uh, Grecia sadly wasn't able to be here with us, but she did send her top five favorite of the Star Wars things, so we're going to listen to it now.
2: Hi everyone, Grisha here. Happy May the 4th, Um, happy Star Wars Day. I'm so sorry I could not record this episode with my girls, but sometimes college life and real life happens and finals happen. But anyways, I'm here to talk about my top five Star Wars moments and it was really hard to summarize five Star Wars moments in these, in these really. Um, and I hope I do them justice. So I'm going to start with my top five, um, with number five, actually. And for me, it's the fans. Um, I've been a Star Wars fan since I was 12 years old. But I really hadn't had so much contact until now that the Force Awakens was released and by consequence of it I became a rail. And let me tell you that real twitter is the best. Cause you have the best people producing the best content every day. Like we have miras, miras, podcasts, fanfics, videos, everything. And I love that we really focus on things that we love that we believe are gonna happen. Like everyone in this fandom of the corner, in this side of the corner, it's very intelligent. And like I say, I really have so much fun engaging with people from all over the world that love the same thing as me. And I met so many incredible people thanks to it, like my Gorilla Alliance co host and so many other wonderful persons that I really hope I can meet everyone at Celebration 2020, because it's going to be a blast, and I can't wait. The four, the number four for me, it's the building up for a new movie, like Press Junkets, Force Fridays, the leaks, guys, the leaks. I love leaks. I love speculation. Um, The photo shoots, the Vanity Fair covers that are coming this month, and so on. I don't know if you saw this, that someone tweeted, uh, they cried when they saw it, so I'm so excited, I really cannot wait. Um, maybe I'm gonna cry if that person cried, because if it has very low, I'm gonna cry. Um, but I just love, like I say, the building up. Uh, it's my favorite time of the year, and this is the last time we are gonna do it, the last time we're gonna have the Star Wars cast together, doing interviews, talking about these characters, and it's all right. We really grow up with them. Um, it it makes me sad, but I'm very happy to see the conclusion. And yeah, number three is as a from two thousand fifteen. This moment has this very has a very special place in my heart, cause I was so excited for the Jedi um, And like I say before, I really like the building up. The building up for this trailer. Wow. It was when The Last Jedi theatrical trailer, the full trailer was released. And the ending. Like I can say, I'm a Reylo from 2015. So many people were saying to us, that shit? Bye, like. Raylon ugh, you're making it up in your head but Ryan Johnson say uh-uh girl let me pull you Kylo is standing his hand to ring at the end of the last of trailer and I'm gonna make it canon in this movie um but really um what can I say when I saw this trailer it was like <gasps> jaw dropping I literally dropped my phone in the bed I couldn't even believe it. Like, we imagine believing in something and suddenly, here it is facts. You are right. All this time, you can say to the other socket, Raylo is here to stay. And it really is truly one of the best moments of my career, guys, (laughs) as a Raylo. Um, Wow. Seriously, every time I saw this trailer, um, like two weeks ago, I had a trailer marathon. And every time I see this moment, I'm like oh, jaw dropping. I, I couldn't believe it, like they put that scene so explicitly. Thank you, Ryan Johnson, for everything. The second thing in my top five is was when I went to the Force Awakens midnight premiere. Um when I didn't have the opportunity to watch the prequels and the OGs in the theater because I was very young, I was a baby. Um, so when I finished w- finished watching the saga, uh, it was 2011. So there were no plans for Star Wars, Star Wars sequels. And well, you know what happened? We had the Force Awakens. Coming up and I was very excited. Because I have I didn't have the opportunity to watch the other ones in a big screen in a theater, And uh, I was very excited. And I think that's one of the reasons maybe that I love the sequel trilogy so much. Um, and that minute premiere I will never forget it. Seriously, one of my top ten happy moments of my life. Um, just watching people from all ages, like, I remember watching this old lady with Leia's bonds, um, going with her grandkids to watch this movie, um, also people having lightsaber bottles in the theater, um, when the first le- letters came out of Star Wars and the whole theater was like, wow, clapping, it was... The experience of my life, and I will never forget it. And of course, it was the first time I saw Raylo. And since then, my mo- my life has an peace. Um, so I really, really love the First Awakens midnight premiere. And I, since then, I've been to all the Star Wars premieres. My number one moment. Um, this was a moment that made me watch all the movies. Um, It's the scene of Han and Leia with I Love You, I Know. Han and Leia captivated me in The Empire Strikes And since then, that movie really captivated me to watch this saga. Um, But especially this scene and especially them, because I'm a sucker for love stories. I guess, um, and this is why I still love Star Wars maybe. And it's the reason I am a Star Wars fan today. Um, Really, everything from the music, um, the chemistry, so I'm always gonna love this scene. It has a very special place in my heart because it made me who I am today. And um, as shipping, has always been part of my Star Wars fan experience. And it hasn't really changed that much, I guess. Um, I'm still here and I have a regular podcast. Who would have thought that, honestly? Um, But this is my top five um, Star Wars moments. And happy May the Four, guys. I hope you guys have a good day, maybe watching... A Star Wars movie, or series, or reading weeks, or whoever you want to spend your Star Wars day, it's, it's welcome. Um, thank you, and may the Force be with you.
1: And that was Grecia. Uh, basically, a retweet to everything she said. And we hope she is here uh, alongside Fair for the next episode. Guys, this episode has been a blast. Thank you so much for, for being here.
4: Thank you for thank having you. us. Yeah, thanks for having us. It, it was really,
1: really amazing. Is there anything else you would like to add, not only about the top, but about anything about May the 4th, about anything that you want to? Um,
3: I do want to plug. When it, when does this come out? Uh, Today, today. Okay, okay, okay. Um, so right now, um, Network nineteen oh one is doing a May the Fourth sale. So you can get thirty percent off anything on our Tea Public shop, including all of Alex's beautiful lipstick and lightsabers designs. Um, yes. The code is Padme thirty, so you can get thirty percent off anything. Uh-huh. And if you want to be part of Lipstick and Lightsabers, just email us uh, your story at lip uh lipstick lightsabers 1901 at gmail.com. Because we love having people. We love hearing our stories. We yeah. just had Andy on. It's great. It's a fun time.
0: Uh, <laughs> I'll send mine one day. Yes, please <laughs> do. Please do. <laughs> do you want awesome. to plug anything else? Your personal accounts?
4: Yeah, sure. Um so my Twitter is Alex Leonis and my Instagram is Alexandria Leonis. So, but on Twitter is more the spot where I'll be yelling about Star Wars. (laughs) I I hold myself back on Instagram. (laughs) Don't, (laughs)
3: don't. (laughs) Too many locals on Instagram. Yeah. Oh yeah, (laughs) Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, I'm at McCarter Shannon everywhere, but there's no double N in it. So it's just like S-H-A-N-O-N. But I'm most active on Twitter. And if you want to follow Lipstick and Lightsabers, we're at Lip underscore Lightsabers.
0: Great. Uh, yes, so, go follow them. They're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can follow my personal Twitter at my name is at Gina Gómez is at G I I N A G U E M E S. Yes, it's a mouthful, but it is what it is. And <laughs> you can follow Andy on Tumblr at Princess of Batu. Is that right? Princess of Batu with double U, like yeah. the land. That oh, Tumblr account. Yeah. Awesome. So I think that's it for the episode. Oh, Also, you can send us an email at RayloAlliance at gmail.com and you can send your tweets at us at RayloAlliance and please, please do. We love hearing from you guys. You guys are amazing. Please send us your emails with comments and suggestions and questions and whatever you want to send and leave a review on iTunes and that's it. And Follow uh, Alex and Shannon and also thank you guys again so much for your time and for being here. I Loved spending time with you this fine <laughs> Sunday afternoon. And Saturday. Saturday,
3: oh yeah, it's so, sorry, it's Saturday.
0: And I hope one day you can join us again on Real Alliance or Into the Vision because you guys also love Disney, and it it would be really fun because you guys are really fun. And yeah, I hope one day we can. Oh, well, Shannon, you you are. Yeah. We have we're gonna have you for Mulan? Yeah. Yeah, in a couple. That's in a couple weeks. So, Alex, we need to get we need to schedule you. Or, okay. for a, an episode <laughs> you'll have to show me what's available thank you guys so much for being here you guys want to say your goodbyes to the people bye everybody bye bye guys see you thank you so much for listening goodbye